Welcome to the His Plan for You podcast. Join Pastor Gio in a series of powerful messages that will encourage, uplift, and inspire. Discover God's perfect plan for your life today. We're going to go to Revelations 12. And I thought I was done with that, and the Lord told me, no. Barely starting with this thing. I'm like, what? And I was trying to bring it to a close, and I was praying, what new, what new? And you know what? The Word of God is, is and when you're studying God and when you're living with God, this is not like a theme. What's this week's theme? What's preaching? Not really. Where we are as a church, where we are as a church, as, as the global church in the world, and this is something that is missing. People don't know how powerful their words are. Your words are very powerful, extremely. You got to Revelation 12, 11? I'm reading from the Amplified. And they, we, say, I, I overcame, and I conquered the devil because of the blood of the Lamb and because of the word of my testification, my testimony, because I did not love my life. I did not renounce my faith, even when I was faced with death. Say it again. I win because of the blood of the Lamb and the words of my testification. What is the other thing that we, Pastor Rafaela froze me last night. I mean, I heard it a million times, but she said something last night. And I was like, wow. Jesus is the word of God. He sent Jesus and healed them. If you have any kind of sickness and disease right now, reach out and get it. We worked for a long time at the Praying Healing Center. A lot of people died. They were pastors and missionaries because they have ascended word. They knew Bible. And this is a trap sometimes. I got to learn Bible because I got I to teach something new. No. Brother Kenneth e. Hagan spoke about Hebrew. Uh, he spoke the same words again and again, and, and they sounded different every single time. Every single time. He talked about faith, and it sounded different every time. So there's a message that you have. God has given you a message. And that message, the world needs a message. Okay? The world needs that message. You're going to conquer the world because that word of God, not in your brain, but in your hearts, it has been planted in your hearts. Through what? Through a lot of meditation. Romans said 11, the same spirit, the same spirit that is in Jesus is in me. The same anointed that is in Jesus is in me. He, that spirit resurrected him from the death. The spirit of resurrection that was in him, in Jesus, is in me. And he flows through my veins. It flows through my body. Healing shoots out of my fingers. Life comes out of my life. You have this running through your veins. 
day in and day out. But that's the difference between me standing here and go, Romans 11 says, the Spirit of God, He lives in you. Praise the Lord. Go get healed. That never works. That never works. Because it's ascended word. It's ascended Bible. That means it's people that came and studied the word with their big, beautiful brain given by God. And he stayed there. And they argue with you. Because they want to go into the reasoning of the word. They don't have a clue. They are spirits. They're going to live forever. So it's spirit to spirit. My spirits are, my words are spirit. And they're truth. So if you are studying his word, it's spirit. It's a spiritual exercise. But I don't know, man. I don't have that. Pray in tongues, revelations. And then you also have in the book of, of uh, James 20. Thank you, Brother Juan. We're going to give you that one. James 20. It's one chapter. It's one chapter, so we don't go James 120. It's one chapter, so James 20. Exercising. Exercising. I'm looking at Alexander's back, and I'm going, wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Jude, sorry, Jude, Jude 20. Thank you, Pastor. Uh-oh, Juan Carlos, you lost those 10 points right there. Make me look bad in TV. Jude 20. We don't blame you. So you exercise yourself and your holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. That means you grow, you strengthen yourself, you're developing, you know? I wanted to ask Hector. He, he's a fellow minister, his family. And I go, I, I wanted to ask you, but this morning I was like, man, I'm going to throw it out in the, in the pulpit. And just answered, have I grown in love, man? Do you see me? Any change? I, have you? Yeah? Uh, thank you. I can start crying right now. It's been hard. That's the only thing I want to know. You can, you can feel free to answer from your heart. Have I? Have I? Because you don't see me every day. But for you people, it's like, this guy is the same hard rock, tough guy he's always been. No, I got I to gotta be intense because you guys are intense. You're a bunch of leaders. You're a bunch of people that has influence in your schools, in your jobs. You're tough. So, hey, God knows who, who, who brings for the job. No problem. But my love comes from here. Everything, everything I do, everything I say, my motivation has to be love. The Bible says he poured out his love in my heart. So that cannot be a mental ascended word. How do I, how do I chew on that? How do I bring that into my spirit? God is love. God doesn't have love. So you, you're going to win through the blood of the Lamb... And every time that you bring this word of God that is chewing in your spirit, man, that's the word for meditation, chewing and chewing and chewing, just masticating, masticating, it's there. It's not a brain sign. Yes, it's right there. No, 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 no. It's something that soaks into your bones. The word is alive. My words are a spirit and they're life. Then when you speak that word from the inside of you, what's inside of you? Your spirit, man. When it comes from your spirit, man, not your brain, it brings life with it. You can feel that anointing. 
So when you read your word, it's not how much word I can read. It's, it's, it's can, I, can I find a couple of scriptures that speak to this challenge that I'm, I'm going through at school? And you should read whatever, a good one, two chapters a day, kids. I mean, ministers should be reading at least 10 chapters a day. I listen to my word a lot. I have two or three Bibles in audio, and, you know, I listen a lot to my word. Actually, that's what, that's what the Bible says, you know. Listen to the word. You don't want to listen to the word? Read it to yourself. Read it out loud. So this is exercises that you do to get stronger as a Christian. You should be doing that every day. But, you know, one chapter a day should, should do that. Find one scripture for that week, and you're going to chew on it and chew on it, and you're going to go, Lord, talk to me. They're going to speak this over people. He has life. So you will, you will, you will beat the enemy. Through the, the blood of the Lamb who died for you, he died, he cleaned my sin. There's nothing I can do to go to heaven but say, thank you, Father. Your good acts are like filthy rags in front of the, the Pope. The only thing you can do to go to heaven is to say, thank you, Lord. When you're saved, especially when you're saved. Now, that, now you think you can get yourself into heaven because you're a good, nice guy. Hell is full of good, nice people. We're only going to heaven because he died for us. And we're saying, thank you. I received that salvation. That's it. We're not going, especially when you get saved. We're not going to heaven because you're so good and you're so well behaved. Uh-uh. You'll never be better than my master. And that's the trap, with the, that's the lie with that scripture right there. Because we read it in, 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 in it says the, the, the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. We never really look at that in the Greek. So we think it's my testimony, you know. I'm nice. I never say the wrong thing. And I'm always in time. And I always do what I'm told to do. And, you know, you should do that anyway. That's called being a good citizen. Hell is full of people like that. That's not going to take you to heaven. That's just called good, good living. That is not a spiritual exercise. What he's talking about here is the testification of the word of God in your mouth. His words in my mouth as, as powerful as his words in his mouth. But it's not a brain exercise. It's not a memorization contest. I can do all things in Christ who strengthens me. Okay, sure, whatever. First challenge, oh, man, we're going to die. We're all going down. Don't you say that you can do all things in Christ who strengthens you? You're melting over what? So you have to put it inside your spirit. How? Meditating, chewing, meditation. That word meditation means that. Chewing and re-chewing and chewing again. All the animals that were allowed to be eaten by the, by, by the priesthood were animals with four stomachs, three, four stomachs. They will get a little bit of grass and chew that and chew that, bring it up again, bring it down again, and chew it again and chew it again. And milk comes out of this animal. Isn't that is not a miracle? How is that not a miracle? That's, that's, right? I mean, how? You kidding me? That's a miracle. 
So the nutrients that this animal is being trained to get out of a chunk of grass. The nutrients you can get out of the word of God if you're just, oh, I just got to memorize this. And it's fine if, if, if I'm not down scholars and, and teachers and my wife is a great teacher and, and you know, I went to Rema and you learn to teach and, and you know, I, and you have to go through volumes of teaching and you're doing classes and you go through volumes of, of material, if you want to say that. And it's necessary. It's good that you have a good Christian education and you know what your Bible is. But that's not it. I mean, that's not always the only thing that you're going to depend on. Mental, ascended word. It works. They don't know why. Sometimes you speak to that pain in your body and you say, in Jesus' name, this pain's got to go. And it's got to go. And you don't believe it. Or your wife is talking to your son and his legs are like this. It looks like a rainbow <laughs> in both sides. And the, the, the doctors give up on him and she talks over this kid every day and you don't believe one word she's preaching, man. You don't believe one word she's praying. You just go there and, and agree. Because you don't want to fight with your wife. <laughs> you just agree. And then his legs get straight and you go, you got to be kidding me. This thing works. It works. If you stick with it. Oh, but I'm in a rush. God is not a McDonald's service, or fast food service, nothing. You stick with it. If it costs you your life. We just read it in Revelation 12, 11. Oh, yeah. I do not, I do not love my life. I re you lost your life for this. So the choice is. You're going to stick to the word. If it costs you your life, you're going to stick to the word. Then you see the results. Then you defeat the enemy. It's not going to come down to that if God has a plan. It'll cost me my life, my, my little plan to go and relax on the beach, watching my catamaran over there. At Series 550, a lagoon. I see it, man. Has five cabins. Behave and I'll take you. <laughs> cabins. It accommodates a bunch of people, you know. I had a plan. God doesn't agree with my plan. So my plan's got to go. That's dying to yourself. That's hard. That's dying. It's not just coming... Get into some conflict and boom, you're dead. That's easy. It's dying to self-desires. Di that's dying. It's dying to how I get it done. That's dying. That's dying. Seriously. So, I get Alexander one day all excited. And he comes home. He brings all these guys. And these were my only two church members for a long time. <laughs> the two of you. Then they bring you. And then they bring your mom. Then they brought your dad. You know, and it's going to go on and go on and go on. It's going to be a sign of the times. You know, and the, and the families and, and the way we do things. Everything affects everybody else. Everything we do affects somebody else. And it's eternal. It's forever. I want us to look at another scripture today. Hebrews 9. Hebreos 9. Is this helping anybody? 
It's helping me, so praise the Lord. I hope it helps you. Hebreos, el libro de los Hebreos, perdón, Hebreos, Hebrews. We're going to start reading on Hebrews 9, 11. Hebreos 9, 11. And I'm going to read from the New King James Version of the Bible. And it reads, But Christ came as high priest of the good things to come with the greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands. That is, not of this creation. Twelve. Not with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood, he entered the most holy place once and for all. Having obtained eternal redemption. 13. For if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of a heifer, sprinkling the unclean sanctifies for the purifying of the flesh. 14. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit, Offer himself without spot to God. Cleans your conscience from dead works. Clean your conscience from dead works. It's exactly the same thing he's talking about in Revelation 12, 11. It's not your testimony. Those are dead works. You come on time. You should come on time. We're Latino. We don't come on time. <laughs> We know it says 11:30. It'll start at like at 12:15 if 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 everybody's there, you know, because we, we need the seats <laughs> full. So that's okay. In this semi-culture we have, you go to Latino America to Colombia, they shut the door down. They show you how it is. You're trying to come to church and you can't come in. They're tough. They changed the whole rules of my country like this. Vroom. When I, came back, when I came back after 20 years, I thought it was on another planet. I was like, man, these people look so clean. They're so happy. The gospel is spreading like fire powder all over Colombia. And they live by the word, and they die by the word. And the army, they have lots of scriptures everywhere in the middle of the jungle. They... They, they believe every word that we, that we preach. So we, believe, we, we live like in a little bit of a subculture. But in heaven, they have a subculture too. They don't really care about a lot of things. I don't care about a lot of things. I care about you knowing that through the blood of the Lord and through the word of your testification... Of the word of God. Not your testimony. Not that you came on time. Not that you give to the poor. Not that you do things. That are going to help you go to heaven. None of these things are going to take you to heaven. They're dead works. So we're not going to do good things. You're supposed to. But that's not what's going to take you to heaven. That's exactly what he's saying here. It's the same thing Revelation 12 is saying. Yes? We're good? I'm checking with Pastor Afavich. He's a good teacher. So. Don't mention me. The more she tells me not to mention, it's like, it's right here, so I mention her more. It's, it's just something happens automatically. 
So 15. And for this reason, he is the mediator of the new covenant by means of death or the redemption of the transgressions under the first covenant that those who are called may receive the promise of the eternal inheritance. Do you realize it's the same thing they're talking in Revelation 12? We're going we're gonna to defeat the enemy with the blood of the Lamb. They're explaining you. This is not a, a regular blood. This is not the, the blood of an animal. And the blood of an animal gave us access to the temple. The blood of the holy man, Jesus, God on earth, give you access to the holy of holies forever. Then he tells you in Revelation 12, not because of your testimony, but your testification of the word of God. Look it up in the Greek. Because of the rema of your lips. This word in my lips and his blood. That's the only thing that can balance his blood. You're going to compare the holy blood of God to you're doing good. You're supposed to do good. They become filthy rags because you think that's what's going to take you to heaven. No, it's talking about balancing the blood of God with the word of God. That's the only thing that can bring balance to that. That's too heavy to balance with anything else, especially your little, your, your little testimony thingy. How good you are. Yeah, sure, that's what's going to take you to heaven. Uh-huh. Good luck with that. And this scripture is talking exactly the same thing. We came, we gained access through the blood of Jesus, through the Holy of Holies. And for this reason, and then he tells you here, 13, for if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of a heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctifies for the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through eternal spirit ordered himself without spot to God, cleanse your conscience from what? Dead works, dead works, dead works, dead works to serve the living God. We have to be renewed our mind. We have to be cleared. The reason I'm going to heaven is because of the word of God and the blood of his testimony. The reason I'm standing here is because of his mercy. That's it. And you get up, wish, wash, and repeat. And you know, is he the ones, is he the one that wants me to conquer? You cannot just come one day and, oh, I'm just going to come out with a plan. And, and, and this plan includes everything else that uh, God wants. If he told you so, if he told you that, yes, praise the Lord. He usually gives you a step at a time. The steps of the righteous man are order of the Lord, one step at a time. Not all the healings are the same. Not all the miracles are the same. Jesus prayed for a blind man, took him out of the city, prayed for him again. The first question was like, what do you see? I see men like trees. Jesus, the creator of the universe, prayed for this man and then got completely here, healed right away. Why? Because there's one thing God cannot go and change is your will. You have to come to the Lord in your own. That's why we stand here. In every pulpit, in all over the world, 
and present these cases to you so you can go home and pray. Is this preacher lying to me? What is this guy talking about? And you have to get to that place in your spirit, man. You have to know. Just because I'm a nice guy doesn't mean nothing. You get your Bible, you go home and you pray. You don't just think there and analyze me and, you know, your little brain and see if you're going to come. No, 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 no. It's not going to help you. It's going to get you confused. You go and pray. You get the scriptures. His word is life. My words are spirit and they're life, he said. So you go and you involve your Holy Spirit and you go, man, this makes sense. But it makes sense in my spirit. It doesn't make sense in my head. I've been taught my whole life. I'm going to, Revelation 12, win this thing because of his blood and my testimony. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm here to tell you, they lied to you. Because they didn't know. Ignorance is not bliss. It's dangerous. Especially if it's ignorance of the word of God. So we come up with this weird stuff because we're under pressure to perform. You have to come up with some sermon next Sunday. They don't have time to study. They don't, have to, they don't have time to quit their life for a year and go train under some good teaching. Find out in, in, in Korean, there's no such a thing as the word um, metamorphosis. I learned that the hard way because I work in a Korean church. And then talking to them about the renewing of the mind, you know, and the word actually in the, in the, in, in the Greek is metamorpho. And we're talking about, you know, and they're like, the translator, the guy goes, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. We don't have that word in Korean, man. I'm like, what? I had to stand here for 15 minutes telling the whole story about the little worm and the silk. And he breaks out of the cocoon with some little, you know, I had to tell them the whole story because that word doesn't exist. So you think because you speak English, the word wasn't written in English. Ancient Greek, Aramaic, and Hebrew. The word was not written in Spanish. For all my shock, I'm shocked. It wasn't. Nope. So it's good. When I tell you, read the scriptures from different translations, it's good. It gives you, it gives you more... It gives you more form of what you're reading. It gives you the height. That's what the Bible says. Not the height, the width, the depth. This thing is tridimensional. You have to look at it from all the angles. You have to see how it's formed. And it's always good. Thank you for listening to the His Plan for You podcast. We believe that your tithes belong to your local church. However, your partnership and love offerings will empower us to continue bringing the message of His perfect plan for you to the world. For more information, please visit wghm.org.